up, Itsy Girl Ruby, and I'm your wife. Promise me, and I mean pinky promise, that you'll not let my stuffed animals fall off the bed. They'll die if they do that. Thank you for listening to Totally Tubular Transform and Dive Rangers, episode 17. Give her a hand. I love my players. I really do. And I don't know if I say that enough, and I need to, no matter what teasingly I might say. I deeply appreciate Joe, Matt, Andrew, and Storm. This episode is dedicated to them. Now let's dive into the episode. So, Shinu, you have just noticed that you tried to transform. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. But it sort of did. Because you see around your leg, you feel hurt. But you don't feel like... You feel like you can still walk on it in a way that you hadn't before. You don't feel like you have to hobble that much anymore. The other thing is, you notice you happen to have two. What were your weapons again? Uh, they were uh, bracers with claws on them. Okay, bracers with claws on them. It, have we described those before? I don't think we have. We're they really like good at this fish. podcast. Okay, okay, they look like goby fish. Uh, with the hand, your hand coming through the goby fish's mouth, and then the teeth of the goby fish would be the claws. That's heckin' cool. How can we never describe that before? Oh, I'm sure we, we did. It was just we didn't record or something. I mean, we never make mistakes. No, we're Don't infallible. Okay, so you do have your weapons, and you have more use of your leg. And you also happen to hear Nadia's screams and more snake hissing that I'm not going to do because it's probably going to sound really loud if I say it right into the microphone. Like that. I scream, Shanu's coming to help, and... <laughs> That's an inside joke. And Shin starts 
I guess he can run now. <laughs> can he? Can I? Can I run? Uh, you know what? Roll courage to see how your running goes. Shanu's coming to help, and what happens? I got a twelve. Oh, he can you got beat a up uh, Nadia with uh, ease now. Yeah, no, you can exactly. absolutely come over there and beat up Nadia. Uh, what do I see when I run in there? When you run directly in there, you actually see Nadia is currently ensnared by the snake person's tail, who now turns directly towards Shinu, looking at your just bracers that you have on and a general aura as your dive watch is just sparking wildly. So you made it across there perfectly, no problem, and you have the upper hand. What do you do? I am going to attempt to strike at the face in hopes that I can get Nadia some sort of advantage to get out of there so we can just book it. Okay. I will say that's a boldness right there, so if you want to roll up boldness. Got a 13. Yeah, with a 13, you are definitely able to go in there and deal some damage against that. How much do the Gobi Fish deal damage for again? An incredible two, ignoring two armor. Okie doke. So you go in there and you deal some damage against Medusa. I did not mean to say the name. You go in there and you deal some damage to the snake lady, who is immediately knocked down and drops Nadia. Nadia, in return, also is able to deal some more damage against the snake lady, which causes the snake lady to have a quick moment of reprieve where she jumps into the shadows behind you, so towards the foyer area. What do you do? I want to book it out of there. You'd have to be booking it towards her. Oh, that is true. Um, well, I don't really want to go deeper into the area, but I do need to get out of here. So I'm going to charge at her anyway. Okay. Are you just going to be charging forward, like running forward? You want to be attacking. Uh, I'll be attacking. Uh, claws out. Okay, claws out. You don't exactly know what you're attacking, so I'm going to say boldness minus one. I got an eight. With an eight, you and Nadia are actually able to run forward and strike against her. And as you're striking against her, she is going to hold the claw-like bracers, like both of them, in her hands. But while she's holding them before you're able to actually strike down onto her, the dive vent is going to stab right into her chest. Okay. So Giant Steak Lady is going to have big old trident in her chest as she looks out at you. And just makes a curdling screech directly at your face. 
before chucking you down to the ground. Nadia now holding on to the dive vent and just kind of twisting it a little bit inside. The snake lady grabs onto the dive vent and tries to pull it out while looking at both of you and hissing again. But this hiss that she gives now is just very low and it just seems very pathetic. Just You might want to edit that out if it was annoying. <laughs> you hear this very pathetic sound of a hiss as she is lowering to the ground and trying with her whole might to hold and push the the dive vent out of her. What do you do? Can I stab her in the face? Yeah, you sure can. Roll that boldness. Nine. Right before you actually strike down against her, she's going to look up at you, and she's going to say, Please! Before you actually strike down against her and cause her body to flail down, and lay almost entirely limp. She is just slightly shaking as the dive vent has just paled into her body. Nadia, looking over, just kind of starting to pull the dive vent out and retract it, looks over at you and says, I don't know how I feel about that. Sometimes it gets messy. Should we just go or? Yeah. She's probably not going to keep moving. Let's just get out of here. She's still twitching, by the way. Shin's kind of ignoring that. He just wants to get out of there. You uh, need me to carry you again? I think I'm good at the moment. I haven't walked in a couple days, so let me enjoy this. All right. Uh, you try and get through that rubble. And I'm going to need you to roll courage to see if you're able to escape. I got a nine. With a nine, I think as you're trying to escape, you feel her arm latch around your leg. And it doesn't exactly pull you down, but it does stop you for a brief moment. What do you do? I'm going to go, what do you want? We're trying to leave. I think as you're saying that, 
you feel your leg just like 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 as as you're just like moving as you're saying that her arm just sort of like gives up the tension and you can tell you could just keep walking by and like without without issue I turned to Nadia and said, let's just keep moving. We can send someone down here later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Nadia nods, and the two of you begin to escape up to the top of the area. Sam! Yep. Where is your first port of call after the meeting with Crit uh, After <laughs> Yeah, I know. After your first meeting with Keats. I go back to the lab. Okay. Back in the lab, I think you are immediately greeted by Kath. Kath mm -hmm. looks at you and says, Okay, okay, okay. So Royal Stoke gave us the new... That's not the voice I had. Okay, okay, so, Royal Stoke gave us a... Well, I guess they didn't give us. I guess we just kind of got it. I guess Shinu just took it, or something. We have the new... I'm not calling it a dive ice, okay? That's a dumb name, and I'm not calling it that. And I don't think I should get signed for that. And, oh, also, I'm working here now? I should have said that. There's a lot here. Uh, let's Sam. Hi, Kath. You remember me? We worked together for like. You already know who I am. I'm working with you now. Okay. And you can tell she's just completely everywhere in the. Okay. Let's. Sam in the short response to all of that. Uh yeah. Um, since the move, we've got a lot of stuff kind of backlogged. I don't know why. Sam clearly does not realize that Kath had not been working there previously. This is perfect. <laughs> um, I figure we may as well start with the dive ice because it was what Shin asked me to do. Um, so let's take a look at how this old one compares to mine. That's what's what's wrong? Shit. I'm going back to my car. Oh, okay. And Kath just kind of looks around. And she's still tinkering with the dive bracer that John received and then just kind of gave up last episode. Okay. In so my car. In car. Um, I open the glove compartment. Okay. Do I see anything? Oh, goodness gracious, no. <laughs> you can roll wits open... to see what you find. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Eleven. <laughs> okay, okay, you go inside there, and you actually find, like, your license and registration. You thought you lost those ages ago. Your social security card's in there, too. This is good to know. 
Yeah, no, because like Sam really should have like a better impact on this. They're they're kind of Yeah. They're important. Yeah. I mean, especially in the state of California. Yeah. No, you also see your emissions test like like feedback from it. Yeah, Sam's car is not uh is 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 just barely passing, but by not a lot. Which is weird because it's a Volkswagen. And you know, it's a beat up Volkswagen. Yeah. It also runs on a proprietary blend of fuel that Bowen runs, and it's not it's not eco-friendly. Yeah. So they put all of that back, make a mental note to look again later, and then go back in the lab. Oh, uh, welcome back. Okay, so I was looking at the dive bracer here, and a lot of this technology is extremely interesting. I've not seen any work like this. Do we know of anyone else working up in Royal Stoke? Because I know a lot of the R&D people up there. This doesn't look like any of their kind of designs. Honestly, I don't even know what kind of designs these look like. This This isn't based on any kind of IBM, any kind of Microsoft, any kind of any software or that that's software alone but then we look at the actual like hardware of it and it just all of it looks I, there's so much here i'm gonna take a closer look at the hardware myself okay if you want to roll wits on that yep i got a 10 okay what are you looking for in the hardware I'm trying to see if I recognize any like designs from like the history class I took way back in college or if I recognize any kind of mechanism in it uh, that's similar or dissimilar to what is in my brain as far as the blueprints for the dive watches. You recognize that the circuit pattern on the inside is the pattern of a tree. Well, that's interesting. So, Kat, take a look at in here. Uh-huh. Do you remember anything from Intro to Bio? Did you take Intro to Bio? No. Okay, cool. Do you know what the tree looks like? Yes. Cool. I didn't. I don't sometimes, so it's important to ask. Uh, but if you look here, where this pattern is flowing through, it's kind of like energy flowing from the bottom of a tree all the way up the trunk and out. So I don't know if that's a coincidence or anything, but it's kind of cool. Like it's a Sephiroth. I'm not Jewish, so you're going to have to repeat that for me. Uh, like, like it's a chakra guy? That, yeah, like it's a direction for the energy to move through, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That... That makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, but also, I just... This is honestly some really impressive stuff, but the idea of us being able to mix it with whatever that watch that Mr. Yong has, and the fact that Mr. Yong barely lets us even take a look at it for too long... It's always taking it back from us at the end of the day. Do we have one of the newer ones laying around? No, absolutely. Um, we have a few of the Neo Mark IIs and the Mark Threes currently. 
inside uh should be inside the cases to the left of the main table over there all right let's take a couple of those out and see if we can rewire the circuits to look a little more like this just want to see what happens oh yeah no absolutely do i need and i'm just going to kind of fast forward and so kath looks through there and is able to actually start to rewire and just kind of like connect wires from the bracer into one of the Mark IIs. And okay. as she's setting that up, she says, okay, so if I could, you usually keep your driver on you, right? Yeah. Yeah, if I could just get your driver real quick, I want to see what happens with that. Okay. So I hand the driver over. Oh, you didn't, you don't, like, okay, the driver is usually, like, stored, like, when you first turn it on, you put the driver in, but, like, after that, it's usually just in the dive watch. Oh. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I assumed Sam was putting it, in, putting it in every time. And, no, you usually would have to take it out. Like, you put it in the first time to activate it, and that's yeah. when your powers activate, and then after that, it's always on. Okay. So yeah, she's all like, yeah, if you can give me your driver. Yeah, um, it wasn't on me earlier and wasn't in the car. So I might have to swing by BBU to, hmm. Uh, you left it at your office? I didn't. I just didn't think to check the time between my last three appointments and showing up here. Oh, Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. I, I, I'll, I'll keep doing tests and such. Uh, yeah. Keep up the good work. You didn't um, want me to tag along with you, did you? Come on, let's go. Okay. So it'll okay. be an adventure. It's been a minute since I've been to my old alma mater. Yeah. And Kath comes along with you inside the car. Please describe what this car is one more time. Uh, so it is a late 80s, early 90s, um, bright orange Volkswagen Golf, which is badged as a Volkswagen Rabbit. So it's registered to the DMV as a Volkswagen Golf. It is a late 80s Volkswagen Golf, but on the back, very badly welded is a European rabbit badge that Sam imported and welded to the back. Not even in the right spot, just it's on the back. Is it centered on the back? Yes, under God, the VW so logo. God, I love that so much. Is the golf right badge, up? it's right side up, yeah. Okay. But the golf badge is also is like it, badly ripped off. Is it slightly off. off kilter though? Yeah. Is the kerning bad as well? No, because it's like an official Volkswagen Rabbit okay, okay. badge. It's just they imported it and then ripped off the golf badge, but didn't put this over where the golf badge was. They just put it under the VW thing because that made more sense. You read I... it on the back. It's a VW Rabbit. I love that so much. Okay, uh, so Kath gets inside the shotgun seat of the Rabbit Golf. Yeah. Uh, at her feet, there's like a box from Radio Shack, which also has all of the information we just found. 
just sitting up top. And there's like three more boxes from Radio Shack in the back seat. She looks at that and she's all like, okay, no, that's fine. And she just kind of sits down and is excited to go with you. Yep. So I start the car and start, you start driving your truck on off. You have stolen the Morai. <laughs> what where where is your plan and who is driving? Uh if uh Lucia wanted to drive, she would drive, I assume. Okay. I think Lucia is the one who probably had the idea to go. Yeah, probably. Like the idea to like take his. Yep. Kyle had the surfing idea, but Lucia had the brilliant idea of stealing yeah. the Morai. Stealing the Morai. So she is currently driving the Morai. All the windows are down, and there's just blasting music. I we got to find something at, like like adequate to play through this. Okay, something silly but fun. As they're blasting it, Lucia looks over at Cal and says, "And I'm not gonna shout, but they're kind of shouting because the windows are down." Yeah. Feel kind of bad for leaving Cal back there. What are you talking about? I'm right here. Sorry, I guess I'm so used to leaving you behind a little bit. Well, I guess more like you've been leaving us Ouch. Behind. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. But Chad seemed happy back there, so. I tell you, you, you haven't been around him lately. He's been asking about you a lot. I, you know, hadn't seen you in a while, but I'd seen you a lot more than he had. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen him. I think the last time was back at the DVD with the Red Ghost. Before that, it's been a while. Barely got to catch up after all that. I imagine that was... You know, we, we haven't caught up since everything... We, we haven't really caught up since uh, we found out that that Red Ghost thing's connected to... Uh, what, what, what was their name? Ren? Reese. Reese. Sorry, I'm not a... Not too good with names. Claude. Yeah, it took a couple tries, too. <laughs> You're a funny one, aren't you? <laughs> what would you like to know? It's not like you know me that much lately. I think at this point, like, Kyle's, like, stops smiling at the jokes. He's like, oh, yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. I think around then is whenever y'all arrive at the private beach right outside the Yong Estate. Mm-hmm. And across through this beach uh, front area, should you describe what the Yong Estate beach looks like? It's uh, pristine. Uh, there is not a single uh, person on the beach. It's clearly there is, it's cordoned off. Like there's fence that's been put in to keep people from going on it. Mm -hmm. And the sand on the beach also looks like it's been imported. Why? Which is ridiculous for <laughs> on the uh, coast. What kind of imported sand? 
And from where? I'm going to say it's like that really, really fine white sand that you find at resorts. So Lucia immediately, as she starts getting out of the Jeep and she looks down at this gorgeous, gorgeous sand, she looks over. I've been working for this guy for how long? And this is the first time I find out he's got his own beach. I run a surf shop for him and he's never, ever offered to let me come down this way. This is the first time I'm hearing about it too. And damn, does this beach look fine. <laughs> she runs on down and she takes off her shirt and she, uh, which it loses her board shorts, tossing them off to the side. And she's already wearing a wetsuit. Mm-hmm. underneath it well sort of a wetsuit i feel like she probably has like a bit of a rash guard probably like just rash guard shorts and a rash guard uh kind of t-shirt thing going on yeah she heads on down and as she's heading on down she's all like you wouldn't happen to believe that uh should you kept, kept surfboards anywhere around here Uh, can I use my uh, useful object to have surfboards on top of the Morai? Oh, no, I like the idea of, like... They're just in his pocket? No, 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 not just in the pocket. I like the idea of there just being surfboards on the beach. Yeah. Like, there's a little tool shed, and inside there you actually see... Okay. A number of surfboards. I don't use my useful object? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say use useful object in order to have that. In fact, okay. actually, whenever you see a bunch of these surfboards, you actually see, and on the actual shack that has all this kind of stuff inside of there, you actually see a J emblazoned upon the door of it. And on the inside, you actually see these beautiful, ornate surfboards that underneath them have these gorgeous, like, hand-painted emugis on them which are like these water dragons. And they just gorgeous, each one of them kind of unique. And it's actually, you have a red one, a blue one, a white one, and a black one. Damn, these are some fine boards. I think Cal would pick up the... What were they? Blue, red, white, black? Yep. Blue, red, white, black. I think Cal would pick up the red one. Okay. And Lucia's actually going to go over and pick up the blue one. And then they're going to, like, go out to the... They're going to go out to the, the beach and do... I was going to say, let's surf. Okay. I want you to roll courage to see yes. how good at surfing Cal is. Yeah. Eight. He's a little rusty. Okay, he's a little rusty. He falls off a few times, but he's able to keep on. 
And Lucia's, Lucia's also a little rusty. It's not her board and she wasn't 100% ready for this today, but she's having a hell of a lot of fun, especially it's a new beach that she's never got to be on before. Yeah. Like she's surprised that there's like nobody here because there was like no security, nobody watching over. There's the fence and it's kind of like fenced off, but like the lock to the fence area was broken and hadn't been touched. And just, it looked like people had come through here recently. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like there could be a monster in the area. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just just just, just speculating. Cal's just and... gonna surf and do well. As well as he could. <laughs> I think after that starting to sunset, mm -hmm. we're gonna jump back over to John. John, what are you doing? Uh John was promising if Honor could come pick him up. Okay, okay. How you call, how you gonna call? You know what? We're not even gonna do how you're gonna call. Henri has come picked you up. So um, why am I picking you up again? Uh, Callan, Lucia took the Morai to go surfing. Probably. Okay, okay. And you let them? Why not? Kids need time to take a break too, especially youngins. Okay. No, no, it definitely sounds like a responsible adult thing for you to do. No, I I I still respect you, honey. So we want to go catch up with them, see if we can't find them or we want to just, you know, keep on heading out. Uh, I don't know. We, we'll give them a little bit longer. I mean, you and I both remember what it was like being young. Shinu, as you are stepping on the helicopter and you're about to leave, you see a red light go off on the broken dive watch as a muffled voice is heard. John, as you are getting into the car with Henri, you see a red light go off on the dive watch. It's a ring around there, and you hear a voice call out. At the same time, Cal, you hear a voice go out and a red light go around. Yeah, you're going to hear the voice of Seb on the... Uh, on the talkie. Hey, this is Seb currently out here. We're trying out a new system, see if we can't have our response teams go through. Uh, so we got problems currently going out there. We, uh, well, I guess not beating around the bush. Uh, snake people are attacking the center of town. And that sounds like a bad thing. And if we want everybody to kind of come down here and check that out, that would probably be a good idea. How are we feeling about that? Everybody everybody good to do that? We got everybody? Mr. Mr. Young, John, Cal, Sam, all, all four of you that's currently active? Uh, Cal would respond say, yeah, I can be there soon. Lucia looks out and says, well, I guess fun days uh, do have to end at some point. You coming along? She smiles brightly and says, Hell yeah. And then they just sunset as the you hear the mo ride right away, basically. Ooh, perfect. Henri looks over at John and says, I think I know where we're heading off to. Yeah. Uh did did you want to come with? 
Snake people. I'm not a big fan of snakes, but uh, I think I'll stick around with you. Well, and again, sunset as Henri's car, which I have forgotten. It's a RAV4. RAV4, okay. As the RAV4 drives off over there, Nadia looks over at Mr. Yong, over at Shinu, and says, you think you're up for that? We, we sure, took down we... one snake person. I think they're Naga. Naga? <laughs> Yeah, I read about them once. Snake people. Okay, we can call them Naga if we want. But yeah, let's let's see what we got. Okay. And at least we can inform everyone else on what we saw when we took down the big one in the pit. Alright then. She leans on over, taps on Ethan's shoulder, and tells him to go towards the center of town. Sam, you are driving over to BBU. Yep. What are the chances that Kath brought a experimental or any of the dive watches that she was working on with her? I feel like the idea was we were going to bring the experimental ones with us so that we could test them in the old lab at BBU right before right when we got the driver. Okay. So I'm going to say you're lucky enough that she has brought, she, whilst not bringing the dive bracer or any of the ones she was directly working yeah. on, she probably grabbed one or two. Mm -hmm. And so you actually hear like the interference from them as Seb's voice echoes around in the car around you and you hear the call over. Radio is a dying medium. <laughs> she like literally like throws one in the back seat and then gets the other one and uh rings it on over there uh seb yeah no we can head on down that way we can uh okay cool yeah no we, shouldn't we go i mean it makes sense too yeah uh let me just make this turn okay i'm now going to say everybody roll hmm Roll wits to see as you arrive, pretty much, towards the, the, the scene of the action. Seven. Five. That five does not count towards experience, by the way. Damn it. I got a ten. <laughs> I roll terribly, I don't get experience. I, this does not have, like, a negative effect, though, right? It's just whoever yeah. arrives first, basically. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much deciding who arrives first. Unless you're having too much fun driving. Okay. So, Shinu, you definitely get there first. You're in a helicopter. Of course, you're going to be able to get yeah. there first. Do you want to touch down, or do you just want to look at, as you're in the helicopter, look down at the site? I want to surveil the scene and get a better idea of what's going on. So, as you surveil the scene, you actually see one of those giant tall snake ladies, but you actually are going to see more than just one. You're going to see three currently heading around there as well as you see another site that is very, very interesting to you. You see a giant armored person, a knight with a large sword that is currently glowing white 
smashing through the centerpiece of this of of the park at the center of town. I will relay this information to the rest of the team. Okay. John, you and Henri are able to get right down to the downtown area, and as you go downtown, you actually see a car currently being thrown into the road right in front of you, and you see one of those giant snake ladies. Mm -hmm. Henri pulls off to the side and, like, does a very quick stop, and then looks over at you and says, Door's unlocked. Go get him. Stay safe. Right. You too, Henri. And as the door closes, Henri uh, just kind of says underneath her breath, Why has it got to be you? So, John, what are you going to do? Morph. Okay. Roll that secrets. Chroma. 13. Holy yes, shit. Yes, roll that chroma. Gosh, I always forget that's what we call it in this thing. I got a 13. You got a 13, John, though. Is that is very own. impressive. You rolled that chroma, and you got that 13. With a 13, you transform perfectly. No problems. It's super heroic. You feel like a badass, and I'm going to give you one free action. How, um, how far away from the, the, the scene of the action am I? I would say you can see only one of the snake ladies and you'd have to run up. Like you are within, I would say far range at this point within sight, but far range. Hmm. John looks back at Henry and says, it won't be for me forever. And then runs, uh, runs forwards shooting hit the, the, um, dive lance. A dive harpoon? Blaster thing. Dive spear. Dive spear, thank you. <laughs> oh, no, dive harpoon is the blaster if you wanted to use the blaster for it. Yes, that's what I'd be using. Okay, yeah, 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 dive harpoon. Okay, roll boldness. Ten. Okay, yeah. with a 10, you absolutely lay some fire on top of one of these snake ladies and just raise, raise hell right on top of her. Next person to arrive is going to be Sam. Woo. Now, Sam, you said you were going to just take a left. Where were you heading off to with that left? Uh, let me bring up the map. I said I was going to make this turn. I didn't, I don't think I specified left. That is very um, true. So where are you heading off to then? So I think we're going to try to be around the park area where Seb said to be. Okay. 
Because that's the information that we had that we were going off of. Uh -huh. uh, augmented by Shanu telling us an aerial readout of what the situation looked like. Okay. What is your first action as you arrive? And as you arrive, you actually see one of those snake ladies currently outside the park wreaking havoc. Does it take time to put the new dive watch without the driver in it on? I'm going to say you can do that as a free action, yeah. Okay. So I will do that. Do I see anything that I can use as a melee See anything you can use as a what? As a melee weapon. Any particularly long branches? No? Cool. I mean, you, you, you might be able to, like, do I have some of the rubble. Do I have that club thing that people used in the 90s to lock their car wheels? Absolutely. Cool. I'll bring that with me. Okay. And I will attack the nearest snake lady. Okay. Kath is going to watch you do this, and it's just all like... <laughs> Transform. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, roll boldness. Let's see what happens here. And I think my boldness is no mod. Yeah. So seven. So with a seven, you just get smacked away. Like you run up to try and attack with this giant car lock club. And you just get smacked away and off into the distance a little bit. You're not going to take any harm, but you just get swatted away like it was nothing. Once an episode. Happens all the time with Sam. Mm -hmm. Cal, you yep. and Lucia now arrive. Mm -hmm. You arrive and you happen to see the last snake lady that the others have. I imagine y'all are converging in different, like, paths, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that at the Yong Estate, like, technically speaking, the... Like, like you and Sam would be coming from this direction, but... Uh, again, you, you converge from different paths. Mm -hmm. And from the different paths you get there, you end up on the other side seeing uh, the third snake lady... And this third snake lady is actually currently holding a civilian in their clutches. What do you do? Ooh, Cal's gonna transform immediately. So while inside the car? Yeah, like on the way up. Okay. I want you to know, Lucia, as soon as she sees the snake lady, is not about to stop and is absolutely oh, yeah, I know. On, on... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cal's a plan. Okay. Roll secrets. Roll chroma. Eight. Damn it. So with an eight, you are transformed, but you feel hot. You feel energetic. You feel like you can't contain yourself in this moment. You feel overcharged. Is there a sunroof in the ride? Yes. Okay. There is a sunroof. Uh, oh gosh, this is gonna be. <laughs> it's also turbocharged if that helps. Uh huh. So, 
So Lucia is trying to ram the snake lady, right? Yes, absolutely. Lucia is like running straight towards the snake lady. <laughs> so this is gonna be pretty crazy action. Um, Cal's gonna basically like pop out of the sunroof, uh -huh. like jump <laughs> off the car, and try to use his grip of the octopus to pull the civilian out of harm's way. Okay. You roll secrets. Let's see what happens with that. Actually, roll courage and then roll secrets. Okay. Because the jump off part. I'm going to let you do that. I'm going to let you do both, but you're going to have to do good on both. Ten. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, you, you definitely do the jump off thing. You look cool as hell doing it. There's a flip in there. Yeah. Twelve. Oh, yes! Cool. <laughs> Gosh, Cal with the nothing but amazing roll. Yeah, so it's like he jumps off. He jumps out of the, the sunroof. He like pops up, and like uh, straddles the sunroof, and then as he's jumping off, like mid flip, like tentacle, like um, octopus tentacles, like shoot out from his arms, grabbing the lady and like pulling her away from the creature. And then as he lands, like, safely putting her down. Hell yeah. We stand. Mm-hmm. Shin, we're going to get like... back to you. Oh, no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, the flip is, like, the Matrix flip. <laughs> the Ooh, big scene. Okay, so you invented the Matrix flip? Yep. Are you saying but instead of guns, it's just, like tentacle arms are you saying the wachowski sisters are watching this moment happen yep. right before them and yeah. they're gonna get the idea mm -hmm. awesome okay okay i'm i'm down with that shin you are watching from above what's your play are there any weapons in the helicopter there's the dive end Anything long range, like a sniper rifle of some sort? There's the dive vent. <laughs> Is a dive vent a sniper rifle? The dive vent transforms into a sniper rifle. Then I will transform the dive vent into a sniper rifle and take pot shots. Hell yeah. Okay, so Nadia hands you over and actually is able to do the cool little morphing trans uh, transformation little shift thing. It's like a transformer. She turns it over there, and it turns into a long-barreled sniper rifle that she then hands to you and says, I feel like you're a better shot than me. Alright, I will aim at one of the uh, large snake ladies. Which one? The one that's currently fighting John, the one that's currently fighting Sam, or the one that's currently fighting Cal? I'm going to aim at the one that's fighting uh, Sam. Okay. You roll me that boldness. Let's see what happens. I got a 10. Ooh, tell me how good this shot looks. The shot uh, fires down. You'd think it would hit the target dead on, but it actually misses and hits some rubble, causing the rubble to fly up into the creature's face. Ooh, okay, I like that. I like that. And you're able to actually cause some pot shot damage with that. Yeah. 
And you're actually able to distract the monster while Sam tries to do, do their thing. Sam, what's your thing? So I have to, like, run back, right? Yeah. All right. While I'm running back, can I, like, go through the motions of morphing with a new watch, even if I don't think it's going to work? Yeah, you can absolutely try that. Your best. If you cool. want to roll secrets. Or if you want to roll chroma. I got Ugh. Okay, with an eight. Yeah, you try and go through the motions of transforming, and you feel a spark of power for a moment, and then just nothing happens. And you are now standing vulnerable in front of a dazed enemy. With a club. With a club. John, what are you doing? Um, how, how, how's the snake lady looking in front of me? Snake lady is looking still pretty good, but is now looking extremely angry at you. Okay. Uh, are there anybody nearby? No, there's lots of people nearby. Like, this is the, a busy city street at this point. Okay. Like, I think you're going to be safe from having transformed, like, right there, because no one was 100% paying attention. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, no, it's a busy, busy city street. Uh, John will draw Salau. Okay. Yes, John! Salau, I need you to... Throw me? You need me to be thrown? Not yet. It, but the snake Use threw your... me. She's so far away. Yes, but what I need you to do is use your loud voice to tell people to get to safety while we go kill the snake. Everyone, please get to safety. It's extremely. I think they're already running away. Good, 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 good. That, as long as we, as long as there's, uh, there's no doubt in my mind thing. that even Shinu could hear uh, Selau from on the helicopter. So John will transform the harpoon into the spear and then. Okay. Rush the snake lady with okay. Selau and spear in hand. Okay. I'm going to let you... Uh, do you want to attack with each? Uh, Selau to start with. Okay. Then roll boldness. Seven. Okay. As you slash with Selau... Mm-hmm you are going to feel your arm being yanked by the snake lady actually conscripting, constricting her leg. Well, tail more like it. She constricts her lower body around your arm that's mm -hmm. holding Selau, and you feel as you're trying to slash against, it has greatly diminished how much damage that you are doing, mm -hmm. as well as preventing, like you from being able to swing again, crushing your arm slightly. Take okay. one harm. Cool. Cal, you just did the sickest kickflip in the world. Yep. You have just prevented this civilian being hurt, and now you're seeing Lucia with the Morai coming through, smashing into the snake monster, and pinning it against a tree. 
And now its leg <laughs> is caught between the Morai and the tree, and it's trying to, like, wriggle free as it's wildly slashing towards your direction. And mm -hmm. Lucia is now looking out and starting to crawl out from the other side of the yeah. uh, Morai uh, as the airbags are just, like, puncturing out. Yep. So Cal's gonna, like, tell this the civilian... Get to safety. We'll 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 uh, fight these monsters and then run forward. Thank you. I don't know why that sounded like. A, <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like Salem. I feel like Salem. I feel like Salem did say thank you. I don't know why it sounded like Salem. <laughs> so yeah, the civilians all like, "Thank you, good sir." Oh gosh. Okay, then he's got to run forward and. Uh... Y'all, six arm of the octopus, stone strangle. Okay, roll me that chroma. Twelve. Okay, yes. with a twelve, you're actually not only able to strangle the giant like snake lady and push her even further against the tree, you're also able to push Lucia out of the way towards safety. Mm -hmm. Nice. And Lucia looks over and catches her breath for a moment because she just, like, tackled a... Or not a tackle, but, like, she just tackled with a car, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> ran over a snakely. <laughs> I think Cal's going to give her the thumbs up, like, you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine, Mr. Hero. Nice work with the car there. Well, it's not like I got the same powers you got. I got car powers. Don't think I got them anymore, though. <laughs> Looking over at the destroyed, wrecked remains of the Morai. Gosh, there's probably like a ten like a stone tentacle like piercing through part of like the bumper and like Oh, without a doubt. Like this <laughs> it this the stone spears and the whole stone ability that you have has just destroyed it if it wasn't already smashed by against the tree. Mm -hmm. Like this car is not like this car is multi times total. Rip. <laughs> uh, I guess the monster's still alive though, right? Yeah, monster is just barely hanging on. I guess Cal's gonna walk up to it and like uh, ask, "Who are you, and why are you attacking this fair city?" It looks out at you and actually swipes and swipes against you, like again uh, against your cheek, cutting into the fabric of your, not quite fabric, but like the piece of your mask, mm -hmm. and actually cutting against your cheek. So you take one harm. Well then, as you look into its eyes, you also know it is mindless. This is okay. this is just a thing that's talking. Do I have an action still then? I think that might. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have an action. Well, he's gonna say, "Well then, I guess we'll do this the hard way." And then he's gonna like uh, jump up and slam his hand down on like the face, like above, like above the nose. And okay. yell, fifth armor of the octopus, life leech. Ooh. Okay, roll that chroma. 
six. <laughs> yeah, when you try and do that, you actually feel yourself leech against this thing. And it turns completely into a noxious poison that not just covers your hand and causes your piece of your suit to almost demorph. But then you feel that noxious toxin start to leach inside your body. And the color of your suit actually goes from that brilliant bright orange suddenly to a dull color. And you feel yourself drop down to the ground. Oh gosh, that didn't feel good. Sam, what are you going to do? I attack again with a club if the if my opponent's still dazed. Yeah, your opponent is still dazed and you are able to. Roll me that boldness. Eight. With an eight, you are able to run up and actually smash against it. But you feel that thing revert, like, like the club, you feel it reverberate in your hand. And you feel so sick after just like smashing against this thing and mm -hmm. dealing the pitiful amount of damage that you t can tell you're doing. <laughs> it then looks immediately at you. And it's dazed and you look dazed. And it looks like it's starting to open its eyes and go out of its days before you are. All right. Shinu, what's your next move? I and from will a... try... No, you say. I will line up another shot to try and assist Sam some more. Okay. Get me that boldness. I got a seven. Okay. With a seven, you are able to land a pot shot, but because Sam is so close, you can't help but also land it through Sam. So, Sam, take one harm from that, but you're also able to help out Sam otherwise. Excellent. John, mm -hmm. what's your next play after you've jet like like you are still like constricted by the arm, uh huh, and you do have Salau in your hand. Cool. Um, uh, I'd like to spear this thing through the face. Okay, roll me boldness. I want to see how that do. Seven. You go to spear this thing through the face, and the angle that you're doing this at, you can't help but also be slashed as it's trying to protect itself. Mm -hmm. But you slash through its arm and through it for the most part. You actually slash all the way until you actually see where the pirate piranhas were made out of that, like, just watery material. Mm -hmm. These are made out of this, like, noxious sludge. That as you pass through it, it then starts just completely covering you 
with this horrible vile toxin that is starting to burn away the armor on top of your uh, suit so mm. the armor upgrade that you had before you have lost okay I believe it was one armor correct yeah so okay. you're at zero armor now okay cool cool uh, is it dead though, or is it? Yeah, it's definitely dead. Okay. Could I unwrap myself, or am I all used up out of actions? No, no, you're like you're completely unwrapped. Like the whole thing is turned into that okay. noxious like poison. Um. Who else is else or is around me? At this point, you can hear commotion happening from where Cal uh, or or not you don't know that's Cal over there but you're hearing commotion coming from the northern part of the park and uh -huh. you're hearing commotion coming from the western part of the park okay. and you're coming in from the southern part okay uh, everybody looks are there any other snake people around other than those two spots well there was from the information you had surveyed from Shinu, you know that there is a lady in knight's armor that is currently in the center part of the park, deep inside. But you don't hear any commotion coming from there. Hmm. Um. I guess I'll check. I'll go check out the western half. Okay. Cal, you are not feeling so good. Mm-hmm. Did I take harm from that previous attack? I forgot. You're taking one harm now. Okay. Oops. <laughs> Lucia immediately runs up to you and looks at you and says, Cal, are you doing okay? Yeah, I... I, I, feel, in, I feel like we're going to throw up. Our, oh, goodness. Uh, I wouldn't stand too close to this thing. Some sort of poisonous thing spewing and out of it. And she looks out at it, and she sees just what was the front of the Morai and what was a part of that tree, just completely poison burned all the way down. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't look like there's anything. And she's like, "Is the creature still alive?" No, the creature's gone. Okay, the creature's turned okay. completely into that poisonous, okay. noxious yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. She looks at down at. Cal, like, uh, there, there isn't a thing anymore. Okay, good, good. We should uh, move on to the center. I believe there was some bigger commotion over there. Lucia, like, puts a hand right down next to, next to you and helps lift you up onto your feet. Mm -hmm. And starts rushing towards the center of the area. Sam, you are dazed, and you actually feel this thing swipe out at you and push you down. Take three harm. Okay, so I'm definitely abnormal. Okay, when you've been slashed by this thing, you are slashed completely across the chest, and you feel yourself actually bleeding significantly. You <laughs> actually start feel like you're about to pass out. I want you to roll courage to see if you're able to resist passing out. Okay. Substituting for wits, 11. Okay. You are able to stay 
conscious. As you are still standing to your feet, having been slashed, what's your move? So I know someone's giving me fire support, right? Yeah. Do I see anyone else? No. You might hear the helicopter. Okay. But it's hard to hear through all the commotion. Yeah. I'm going to try to morph again. Okay. Roll me some chroma. 11. What are you trying to accomplish with morphing right now without a, a driver? Uh, I am trying to uh, summon the weapons that are um, part of the power set. Okay. So I'm trying to get the guitar. I don't think you're able to get the guitar. Okay. However, something odd does happen. You feel yourself... There is a sense of power going over you. It is a slight residual left over of when it was being tested out. But you actually see... A, a, an aura around you almost a shining piece of armor that's protecting over you it is the extra padding that was afforded from using the neo uh dive watch you just feel yourself having that armor to reprieve against yourself cool. you don't have a weapon with you but you definitely have that protection through you that's something shinu what are your next moves I'm going to take another shot. Uh, this one aimed more to try and uh, push the creature away from Sam than actually deal with damage, just so that Sam can get some distance. Okay. Roll me that boldness. I got a 10. Okay. With a 10, you are going to land a incredible pot shot that's going to give big distance between you and the fish, and the snake lady. Uh, well, okay, it's going to give distance. <laughs> Let me start over all, all the way. You land an incredible pot shot that's actually able to land distance between Sam and the snake lady, as well as completely hazing the battlefield between the two of them, but giving upper hand to Sam. John, what's your next play? Oh, that's right. You are heading over to help out with Sam. So you are going over and you actually see Sam and the dusted over battlefield and you actually are able to see the snake lady. And you're able to come up right behind her. John will come up and do a I guess double stab with the Sailor and the spear. Uh-huh. Uh, on the snake lady. Okay, roll boldness. Let's see how this goes. 13. Who? With a 13, you completely skewer this snake lady. And because you have enough distance with the spear and with the, well, with Seilau, it completely turns into that noxious fumes as you pull your weapons away. And it just kind of dissolves into the ground. As the dirt settles and the dust uh, goes away in that area, 
and you see Sam slightly glowing, but also clearly injured. You're that guy that helped us before, right? Yep. You're John? Yep. Uh, you don't look so good. I'm trying not to close my eyes. Right. Um, how, uh, you think you can hang on a little bit longer? I'm going to keep fighting. Sounds good. Cat should be able to get you healed up. So we'll go find him. Cool. Uh, I would stay behind me because it doesn't look like you have all the power that I've got more than I expected, but that's a good idea. You're not half bad. All right. Cal, you and Lucia are hobbling down. Lucia's helping you out, and she looks over and says, Listen, you're limping around a little bit. You think you're okay to do whatever we need to do down here? I have to be. There's no one else here at the moment. Besides... Uh, you and me, so we have to do this. She gives you a little fist bump and, yeah, helps you down. In the park, there's actually going to be this little inlaid part. It's it's a little lower down. You have to go down a little bit of a hill. As you go down this bit of this hill, you see a statue. And it's surrounded by a stone path and the statue as you look up at it is of a kind of unknown looking figure kind of looks greek in design and it kind of looks like bahamut's messenger but it's also broken you see mm. there's no head for it anymore, but you do see one arm, its legs, and part of its chest. Do I uh, remember what exactly it was before? No, because it's I seen always it been like this. It's, oh, it, this, okay. This okay, statue okay. has always been like this. Okay. Okay. And right in front of the statue, you see that giant knight kneeling with the sword jammed firmly into the ground, looking out as she is with a small little shovel, dug a small hole right in front of the statue. This is, this is, uh, we haven't seen this night before, right? Roll wits to see if you recognize them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'd recognize that face anywhere. <laughs> you hear the voice of Vane inside your head. That's bold Riley. She done left me for dead. Oh, yeah. We gonna smack down on her? Oh, so she's the one who also got away from Davy Jones. Now, I am curious how she was the only one who escaped this horrible, horrible prison of a curse. 
you know, truth be told, I knew. The two of you, I knew your story. And I knew the story of Black Caesar. But she was always an interesting. Never really shared. She got cursed by Davy. And Davy wasn't to share much either. But would she say, would she be on the same side as Davy? Because he said she left before, didn't come back. All we know is that she left. We happen to know nothing more than you do. Last I heard, Davy said she was dead. Gotcha. So she's like, uh, her back's to me, right? Yeah, her back is directly to you. And she's like, dug out a little hole in front of the statue? Yep. Hmm. I'm gonna radio on the watch to the rest of the crew. I'm at the center with the knight. Uh, this, uh, don't think this will be a solo job, so could you all come here? Shinu, what is your move? I will try to get advantage of the uh, situation that Cal's in. Because uh, I doubt there is any place for us to land a helicopter in the middle of the city. No, you can. It's in the park. The park has uh, plenty of uh, open green space. Okay. Then I instruct the uh, pilot to take her to take us down. Uh, actually, no. Are there any parachutes in the? Uh, <laughs> in the. I uh, want you to roll courage to see if you do have the parachute to begin with, but also to see how you land with it. I got an eight. Okay, either you land gracefully without a parachute, as gracefully as that is, or you don't land gracefully and you do have a parachute. Hmm. So pretty much what I'm saying is you don't have a parachute and that's fun, or you do have a parachute and you're not going to land gracefully. So I'm taking damage either way? Potentially. You can decide to not jump off if there's no parachute. No, I think I'm going to chance it without the parachute. Okay, without the parachute, you are going to jump down. You actually jump down onto trees. I'm also imagining you're only like a few hundred feet off the ground. Anyway. Like 200 at most. You're not flying too, too high. And you're able to jump off from the thing. I I, I think Ethan is going to be nice and is going to lower down as low as he can get before he touches all the way down. You're going to jump down into the top of a tree mm -hmm. and then continue to just kind of leap down from there. Okay. So I'm going to say with an eight, you're able to do that with only a little bit of harm to your broken leg. Take one harm. Okay. Sam and John, since you're both together at this point, what is your move? 
Is that Cal on the watch? Yes. We should go to him. We should. Kath looks over and says to Sam, and who 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 has been uh, as far away from the fight as possible. Uh, I'm gonna stay around here. Uh, uh, actually, and she tosses over a one of those uh, pieces that would normally clip to the belt of the dive suit. And it's one of the things that telescoped out into a dive spear. All right. But it's not a dive spear. Is it another divent? It is not a divent. Oh. She says, um, it's, it's kind of the prototype. It's the only thing that I have on me. Uh, hopefully it works. Thanks, Kath. Okay. I'll try not to die. You try not to die, too. Cal, you are standing right over, you know, or not necessarily over, but like you're looking down at her and Lucia, after you've just said the message, Lucia looks to you and says, She is a very tall lady. Mm-hmm. Last time we went up against her, it didn't go so well. I can't imagine how. I believe she was holding... you have to tell me that story uh, at some point, you know? Yeah, just as a teaser, I believe she was holding one of my uh, fellow dive rangers up by the head with one hand. I think I like her more than you at this point. I mean, that just sounds cool. <laughs> True, but didn't go so well to, to uh, follow dive rangers. So, Cal, what are you going to do? Um, does he still feel the poison in his system then? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, take um, one harm. Okay. So, could Cal use his life steal on a tree? I'm going to say no. I don't think okay. trees are... <laughs> That's a Just that's curious. a long shot. Just curious. Um, There's actually a little bunny rabbit that comes by, and you could totally life steal on that. Do you want to life steal on a poor, innocent, defenseless bunny rabbit? Would that be better for you? Sure. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you monster. <laughs> you monster. This is this is the truth right here. Okay, humans are the monsters. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. True. I could life steal the bunny on Easter. It it is um, almost Easter. This is true. For us. Uh, yeah. If the if the if Bold Riley is still kneeling there and not moving, right? Yeah. I guess Cal would. Oof. Yeah, I guess he would 
Oh gosh. I don't get rid of poison. <laughs> uh can't heal myself with that. No. Okay. I guess he would wait for the rest of the people to come. Okay. I don't think he could do anything by himself. Unless she moves. If she starts moving or something, then I guess he would he would go down to confront her. She doesn't start moving. Yeah, then he would wait. Shinu, what are you going to do now that you have landed? I will start approaching Bold Riley. Okay. And ask, do we need to fight you today? Hopefully not. Were you behind the snakes? The Naga? Bold Riley turns her head towards you. Just, you know, side towards you. You think they're Naga? What else could they have been? They're her Gorgons. I thought so they were would... Lamia. Sorry. <laughs> so would that make her Echidna? Mayfly? Humans have such wild imaginations. The stories they tell out of the little information that they have. Well, then what is her name? This is not hold for dramatic effect. I'm just, I'm now thinking like what, what she would say in this moment. Mm-hmm. Her name is Proteus Hecate. And I am her vassal. Vassal? That's how that vassal. word is pronounced? Vassal? Vassal, yeah. Yeah. Her name is Proteus Hecate. And I am her vassal. And what are you trying to do? I'm trying to bury the bones of the dead in sacred land, befouled by human endeavor. Can we help? A uh, cow's right here, too, right? Yeah. No, Cal, Cal, you can hear all this, but you're a little yeah. bit further away. I guess, uh, like, before you said that, before you said, like, can you help, uh, Cal would have spoken up and said, and you had to start killing humans to bury some bones? Some humans die, that's not my concern. 
I wanted privacy for this. You could have asked. Hard to ask when when you're me and the world is the way it is. She's just kind of standing there, not sure what to say next. Hoping. John and Sam. You now arrive upon the scene. Mm -hmm. What is your take? Did we hear any of that? I would say you heard the last end of it. You know that she is burying bones. I would advise we back away slowly. What do you think, John? Hmm. I said get the kid to heal you up real quick. Cal. Cal. Cal just like looks around and sees this like (laughs) half half armored giant cut messed up Sam. (laughs) Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, He'll attempt to use a restorative ray on him. Okay. Roll that chroma. Twelve. Yeah. He's able to heal the feeling. The large cut against the chest is still there. That's fair. But I would say all your health is healed. Cool. John, what is your play? John will put the 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 dive spear up and uh, approach and then help dig. The moment you approach and do anything to help dig, she raises her sword and slashes against you, uh, dealing you three harm. Okay. She holds it directly to your throat as you've done this. Uh-huh. looks down at you with a stern look, and you actually get to see her face underneath the helmet that she's wearing, and you see a gaunt, pale face with deep red eyes and a almost fish-like structure of, like, gills and, and fin and webbing. She holds the sword right at your throat and says, I didn't give you permission to come close to me. In fact, I think I said very clearly I wanted privacy. Can Cal throw a lightning bolt? You can. At old uh, Riley, threatening yeah. his dad. Yeah. Can... Oh, I was, I was going to hold up a hand and say, 
Leave it be. <laughs> I mean, Kyle he's gonna, gonna listen gonna, to Kyle's gonna throw it, and, let, and if he didn't do anything to stop him, yeah, he would. He like as soon as he like see attacks, he's gonna throw a lightning bolt. Okay, Not just I'm gonna going let to say attacked. Yeah, roll that chroma. Ten. With a ten, you hurl this lightning bolt directly at her. It actually charges against her into her arm, and you actually see it fizzle around and smoke come up from her. You can tell it did damage. She does not flinch. Damn it. Sam Shinu. Can I still stand here and let her kill people just because she I... wants to bury a bone? <laughs> Am I still close to John and Orcal? You're not close to John anymore now that John's right like over there. I think Cal is like 40 feet away. Shinu is 30 feet away. John is right underneath her. And I think you are probably closer to like 60 feet away. I had like half an idea, but nothing full yet. Quick question. Um, how would parry work? Let me take a look at that real quick. Yeah, no, you can, if you want to, you can immediately attack after having been attacked by the sword. Like, while you're on the ground and the sword is at, at your neck, you can immediately attack if you want. Okay. You can do uh, that. I, I would like to, to, I guess, parry the, the sword away and then get up. I don't, I don't know. It's... Yeah, no, roll boldness. Let's see if you can't knock the sword away. Seven. So I'm going to say with this, you can knock the sword away, but you'd still be laid prone. Or you can knock the sword uh, off of you slightly, but take damage as you're getting back up on your feet. So like I'd knock the sword away and then she would slash me again? Yeah, but you'd be up on your feet. Or you can stay laid prone and you can knock the sword out of her hand momentarily. So you would be vulnerable in a different way, but not from the, the giant sword. I'd rather get up and on my feet. Okay, take another two harm as you stand up as she slashes you with her side sword. Mm -hmm. Shinu? Hmm. I'm going to keep trying to talk to her. I'm going to... So Shin goes and says, is there anything we can do to end this without any further bloodshed? Walk away, and none of you die. I believe the brood are all gone. I'll walk away perfectly fine. 
if you want to stick around, I'll make certain there is bloodshed. This one, and she points to the person, like, like she points directly to John. This one's already ruined. I'm looking for blood. Is your boss? Right now, I don't care what my boss wants. If we walk away, would we be able to meet with your boss? Not likely. She doesn't want anything to do with you. Me particularly, or humans? Because I'm a really nice guy. Oh my god. <laughs> Sadly, she happens to like humans quite a bit. So that it's me? <laughs> I don't think she responds at that point. Cal, what's your next? Uh, Cal's angrily glaring at her. <laughs> but I, mm, I, I think you would hold off. But I was gonna say, but like, you can't just let her get away with murder again to like Shin and everyone else. Lucia, as you're saying this. Damn, you have to already have your fucking dive spear gone. Forgot I broke. No, you got it. Wait, no, no, you got the neo dive watch, so you'd have the dive spear with that uh, thing. Oh, so you have a new uh, dive spear. Okay. Okay, you cool. I didn't know that <laughs> for sure. I well, guess Cal didn't know that either because he just didn't look. Yeah, it was just an assumption that he didn't have one. Lucia looks down at the and having seen already like this, having seen someone already do this grabs the like telescoping little dive spear mm -hmm. pulls it unfurls it turns it into a uh, dive harpoon or dive spear runs up and like slashes at uh bold riley Bold Riley's response to this after being stabbed through and actually having between the chunk of armor, having this thing stabbed up into, she doesn't flinch, but then holds Lucia in her arm, like by the neck and holds her up. Ooh. No. So then, John, and you're right no. there. What are you going to okay. do? John is going to sever her hand and then get Lucia out of there. You roll boldness. John! I don't like that! 11. Yeah. No, you do it. You slash through and cut her arm from the elbow 
off clean. As with the arm still attached around Lucia's uh, neck as she falls down and then like wriggles the arm off. The knight looks back at you. Again, completely unflinching. Raises her side sword. And moves in for another slash, dealing another two damage to you. Could I, um, parry and then instead of attacking, disengage? Or no? No, parry only gives you one free attack action. It does not give you a free action in general. Then I'm going to slash back. Okay. Do I have to roll boldness? Roll boldness, yeah. 15. Literally the highest you can do. (laughs) Amazing. I want you to tell me what the slash looks like. So as she comes down with her sword, John is going to just sever the other arm. (laughs) Okay. With both of her arms severed off, she then starts walking backwards and collapses against the statue. With a lazy look, she looks up at you. (sighs) You're stronger than I gave you credit for. Should have accepted the help. There's no help. None that I want. You don't deserve this planet. No one does. But we gotta make it our own. We made it our own. We actually made it. was taken from us and while we slept the barnacles came through and took it that's the cycle of life you live you die a parasite always always justifies its own existence Can an octopus tentacle, like, reach out and basically grab her by the neck and, like, hold her up in the air? Yeah, no, if you'd like to do that, uh, mm-hmm. roll Chroma. Let's see what happens. Ten. Yeah, you're able to then hold her directly up in the air. And then Kyle's kind of, all I was going to say, like, this that's only like, the first part, but can he, like, basically snap her neck after? <laughs> yeah. Basically say, like, this is for all your murders, and then yeah you lift her up into the air and snap her neck and she doesn't even really make a sound but as you hold her there after the neck snaps you see from the gaunt face tears trickling down 
and you see a smile on her face. Kyle's going to drop her in the hole. Well, it wasn't that big of a hole. <laughs> okay, sorry. I thought it was like a, just like a big hole. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking. We're talking. This was not even a foot deep. Okay. This was an incredibly small hole to bury what you. If you look down, you see is just two, three bones. Okay. But yeah, you can have her just kind of drop down right in front and. Shin's going to walk up to her lifeless body. He puts the uh, the rifle up to her head, pulls the trigger, and goes, how do you like me now? <laughs> oh. 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 Okay, so I'm fairly certain that every member here is now some level of evil, okay? I think hey, this means... How? Cal is lawful evil at the very least. Okay. <laughs> Shinu's definitely chaotic evil. <laughs> Wait, like, how am I a... evil? And I was just, I was, just def- I was trying to help and then she attacked me. Evil. Yeah, also lawful evil. Okay. Sam, Sam, how are you feeling about this exchange? <laughs> I, I refuse to accept because John is very upset with just what Shin did. It, and and what Cal did? Yeah, just say it. Say it. <laughs> And slightly what Cal did. And slightly? <laughs> Cal just killed a defenseless woman. Right now, Sam's just like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, Sam. You don't even know the team too well, and this just <laughs> happened. <laughs> I was feeling pretty good about Cal, like, five minutes ago. I was I was defending myself and getting Lucy out of a terrible situation. This is what I was doing. That yeah, is Cal, Cal, this is what went through Cal's mind. He just saw a bunch of monsters that were like with this person kill a bunch or like attack the city basically, and then she was grabbing Lucia by the neck. <laughs> so, uh, how are we going to find our boss? <laughs> Say again, Sam. So, uh, how are we going to find our boss? <sighs> I'm sure she'll come to us. Lucia, while on the ground, just kind of looks out at the, like, lifeless body. And then looks over at John. And then at Shanu. And then at looks behind her at Cal and just doesn't say a word but it's clearly terrified I think Cal's probably like slumped over sitting down now just looking at his feet John's gonna kneel down next to Lucia that was a very brave but dumb thing you did she doesn't respond Go sit next to Cal. She doesn't. <laughs> we want to jump forward a little bit? Yes, yeah. please. 
<laughs> just just the, the murdered poor old bold Riley. Okay, so where do we want to jump forward to? Uh, Reese's Hospital room. <laughs> Let's keep this happy. Oh, yes, <laughs> that needs oh, to be God. the next scene. <laughs> Go straight from Riley to talking to Reese. Oh, so I'm going to say we're going to jump forward a little bit. We're going to jump forward to. I'm going to let one other person go with Shin to see Reese. Who wants to be the one? Uh, would Cal would probably be in a hospital right now with the poison. Okay, so Cal's currently in hospital. I imagine John's with that. Sam yeah, and Shinu then. Alrighty. Y'all actually get to the floor that Reese is currently being held at. And when you get up there, you actually see the secretary. Not secretary. Nurse assistant? Who's the person who... What's Healthcare the administrator? Person? Yeah. As you are actually heading on the floor that Reese is being held at, you pass by the office administrator, or assistant, whatever you want to call them, and they look over and say, Back so soon? What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, Mr. Young, you were just here earlier this morning. Twice in one day? It's a bit more than normal. Look, look, look. I gave you a hundred. You didn't see me. Clearly you're saying you saw me. Oh, no, no. I, so, sorry, sorry, um, stranger. I meant you? I think I've seen you before. Yeah, yeah, you've been here too. Uh, I've been here well, once or twice. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, come come a little closer. Uh, and they motion you closer to them. Okay. There's probably no need for you all to kind of go into the room right now. Uh, I mean, they're not in there. What? They got moved. Where? Mr. Young, didn't you? Are you not just picking up stuff or? Mm, nope. Sam wanted to check out Reese, and this is the first time I've been here. Mr. Young, Reese has been transferred over to Las Cruces. When did that happen? A few hours ago. Oh, darn. I guess I don't get to see Reese. Where's Las Cruces? It's a city. I understand in, that. In New Mexico? <laughs> Why New Mexico? You would actually know that Las Cruces is like one of like the major sites for Bowen. Like Bowen is, is located yeah. in Royal Stoke, Bahamas Bay, and Las Cruces. But still, why gonna... the New Mexico site? Specifically. I, mean, I, I can't tell you that. I mean, that's between y'all, isn't it? Shin, why New Mexico? I don't know. I just work here. 
I just work here. I don't know. Maybe something went across my desk. I, I, I tend to blank when I see paperwork talking about Reese. Okay, then. Uh, before you go, Mr. Young, did you want to go pick up the stuff? They, uh, they left all the things you left by. Why would I have left stuff? I've never been here. Yeah, yeah, no, the stuff you had sent over here, yeah. You know what, just send it to my office, I'll, I'll see what it is and deal with it. Sure you don't want me to do that? No, no, I got it. Okay, and he then, or I then kind of motion Sam away, and after the Sam go away? They try to stick around. Shin tries to hopefully tell the administrator without Sam hearing, then uh, just have that sent directly to Reese. No can do. It's not one of our facilities. We, uh, we can only facilitate the transfer process. We couldn't actually send anything out there. Don't even know necessarily where in Las Cruces they are. All right, then continue sending it to my office. All right, then. Uh, it'd be difficult to ship all that flowers. Probably will get, uh, be dead by the time they get there. I'll worry about that. Okay. Cool. Um, you want to you want to sign the bill? No, just Bill Bowen. Can't do. Assume at this point I'll have caught up to Sam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was all well, that? I don't know. Probably his dirty clothes. Okay. At this I point, think... they're just walking in silence, like the most awkward silence, because Sam's clearly figured out that uh, Shin has been here Way more often than anyone else on the team. Yeah. Well, literally, if you were there times the amount that Sam was there, that would not be difficult. Because Sam has been there once. Yeah. If you were there times the amount that anyone else had been there, that would be zero. Fair enough. Cal and John. Imagine you're both in a hospital room at this point. Actually, no, you're back at the Bowen facility and Kath is actually working over. Kath and Seb are both looking over Cal and just kind of giving him a once over. Well, I do believe he's got a clean bill of health. I mean, where's, where's my Seb voice? Now, nah, I do believe he's got a clean bill of health. Hopefully everything's all right with him. Now, don't know what that poison was. That was pretty bad shit right there. Should all be all right. Melted through the armor pretty good. Did it though? The armor that I pretty was wearing. Sure. Oh, I thought you were talking about 
Cal's armor. Oh, it also had gone through Cal's armor. Well, yeah, but like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cal, you really should be more more mindful out there. You too, both of you are always getting banged up and beat up. We really gotta build better armor on these things, I tell you. That would be nice. It uh does hurt to get hit. Even with the armor. Well, I'm gonna leave all of you alone. Don't think I needed too much longer here. Y'all peace out. Thanks, Seb. As Seb leaves and Kath just kind of goes over to her corner and continues working. Hey, Cowd. How's the mo Oh, uh... It's, uh, back at the park. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, it's just, just, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. In what condition is it in, Cal? Uh, we, we may have... How do I put this? We may have uh, killed one of those snakes and the hood of it. After the motorite hit a tree. And after my ability went through the hood. So you wrecked the Morai, huh? No. The, the the snakes did. It was necessary. Just like the lightning bolt? Yes. You can't just let her get away with killing people around here just because he was digging a hole. Who did she kill, Cal? She was working with the snake ladies around here. And they were attacking people left and right. And you just let her get away with that? Is that fine? Chopped off both her arms, Cal. Yeah, who knows what she could have done if she just went back to her base. We've seen people revive completely. You're right. We have seen that. But do you understand what it means to take a life? that's what you just did doesn't matter if the person was evil or good you still took one we always knew you yeah. shut up don't blame us Not that we're unhappy. I understand, uh, John. But it still needs to be done. 
need it or did you want it? Did you want to make certain to keep your nice little girly safe yourself? That's how it always goes. I think at this point, uh, Cal has his, like, hands on his head, like, gritting his teeth. Just doesn't say a thing. John lets out a sigh and walks over and gives Cal a hug. Cal is a uh, hug him back fiercely. And uh, you can hear a sob in his shoulder as they hug there. Episode end. Then we're going to have teaser. We're going to have a conscience Reese wake up. Sitting up. Stretching from uh, being on the table for a little bit. Going to scratch part of their arm only to realize it's not there. Something that you can tell is almost a nervous habit of theirs. And they're going to look up and say, Well, boss, back in Las Cruces. So what you need me for? And you're going to look out and you're going to see a short, portly man with a soft voice stand next to a middle-height woman with short blonde hair. Who you immediately recognize, and it's all joy. I have an interesting project in mind, and I think you'd be perfect for it. Thank you for listening to Totally Tubular Transform and Dive Rangers episode 17. Give her a hand. Music for the podcast is thanks to viewers like you, Daryl Archadelt. I know you're listening. You can follow us on Twitter at off underscore hour, where we actually are updating now. Or send us an email, offhournetwork at gmail.com. If you think we're cool, write us a review and tell your friends about us. Or, if you think we're lame, do those things anyway and trick people into listening to us. I actually don't know where you would write us a review. I just know that's a thing that they say at the end of podcasts. I have no idea if we have a single review written for us. Where would we look for that? Are we saying, like, writing us a review on, like, iTunes or something? Are we on iTunes? What do you listen to us with? I never thought about that before. 
Well, guess we'll see you next time we update, whenever that is.